Welcome to Functional Medicine with Alexandra Brewster. Alex is one of five Australian certified practitioners through the Institute of Functional Medicine and focuses on identifying the root cause of disease by taking into account an individual's genes, environment and lifestyle for treatment. She's the principal naturopath at Healing Hands Natural Health Centre in Ipswich, Queensland. Along with her talents as a Western herbalist and nutritionist, she has also excelled previously as a midwife and registered nurse. At Alex's practice, health is a right, not a privilege. Welcome, Alex. Thank you, Belinda. It's so lovely to be here again. Now... As always, on the show, we always have a little disclaimer that we tell everyone about when it comes to functional medicine. You're not a medical doctor, but you are one of the now seven individuals in Australia who can call themselves a certified functional medicine practitioner. That's right. So I've done the training through the Institute of Functional Medicine in Portland, Oregon, um, did the time, did the exams, <laughs> spend the money, got the certification. And you are no imitation. And I am no imitation. Hey, that rhymes. Hey, certification, no imitation. Excellent. We got a new one. We have to remember that. (laughs) Let's see if we can remember that for next time. (laughs) Got the certification, there's no imitation. Now, today uh, we're going to talk about mental health. Yep. Now, um, as many people are aware, uh, at this time on our planet, we've been going through a global pandemic yeah. um, for nearly six months now. Yes. And um, mental health, I think, is going to be a big battle for a lot of people, um, if not already. I think it is already. Um, and um, just you and I recently had a, uh, a consult um, where uh, we identified, because of lockdown, I've got really low vitamin D. Yes, Yes. Which can actually be a contributing factor to mental illness Correct. and depression. Correct. And I was starting to feel a bit shit, can I just say? Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, that's no surprise. Yeah. And you think how many people are in lockdown and are not getting out in the sunshine. Yeah. Correct. And it's this frightening. is a, a factor that just comes from that. Yeah. And I mean, vitamin D tests were taken off the free list in Australia in 2017. So the poor old doctors, you try and get a vitamin D test and they're only $22. Mm. They're not expensive. Well, that's how much the lab charges you when I request it. So that must be them. Doctors probably get it cheaper. I don't know. Um, But they're not allowed to do them unless you have got some reason. And mental health is not actually known. Beg your pardon. Vitamin D um, or insufficiency, it's not just about deficiency, Mm. about insufficiency. Um, is not recognised. I don't. I, I do not know why, but it's not recognised as um, contributing to poor mental health. Well, S- yeah, I know. So there are other ways you can get your vitamin D checked, and of course, we we pretty. Let's just talk about this. So there's. We talk, you, I just used two words: deficiency versus sufficiency. Mm. Right. So deficiency disease is if you're if you have some huge physical manifestation from a low um, nutrient. So vitamin D deficiency disease is usually rickets mm. so rickets are bow legs when you know when your bones soften because you um because you don't have enough vitamin d mm. as we get older of course we can't get rickets because our bones are usually fused so it's usually osteoporosis or poor bone quality but when you have a sufficiency of vitamin d and so vitamin d anything over 49 is considered not deficient in vitamin d but the research is compelling 
that to be vitamin D sufficient, it needs to be at least 100. Wow. More likely 120. And no, that's not toxic. This is functional medicine values. So if your vitamin D is below 75, and I can't remember what yours was. Mine was about 40, I think. Excellent. Um, you're going to <laughs> Or be, maybe lower, actually. Oh, wasn't it 20? It was about 20, yeah, I think. Yeah, I thought it was 21. Yeah. I had a lower. twitch. Yeah. yeah, it was 21. I was yeah. having a little twitch because I emailed you straight away. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that that is even deficient. Mm. So that that's going to affect your bones. Mm. But... Um, but if your vitamin D is below 75, you're going to have an increased risk, not rate, risk of depression. Mm. Don't worry about bowel cancer. Don't worry about um, solid breast tumours. Don't worry about autoimmune disease, inflammation, di- diabetes. And that's what I can just remember off the top of my head. I also saw some research because you know I'm curious, right? Yeah, I love it. I love people. Go away, Google. Mm. I'm fine with that. So I was like, you know, what, what, what are the effects of vitamin D deficiency? Mm-hmm. And um, weight gain, Correct. particularly around the stomach area, Correct. ding, ding, ding. Correct. Correct. Is another one. Yes, correct. Weight, the weight, weight, um, uh, um, weight gain is because your body's trying to keep the fat to store the vitamin D because mm. vitamin D is fat soluble. So if you haven't got enough, the body goes, right, we'll put more fat on. So whatever little vitamin D we can hang on to. Mm. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Depression. We're talking about mental health. Yeah. So, so getting back to mental health, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and aside from whatever vitamins help boost our um, mental health. Which we'll talk about, yeah. Um, you know, through this pandemic, there's so much that impacts us that can actually send us over the deep end. Yes. Right? So whether it be job losses, financial issues, um, lockdown itself. Social isolation. Um, actually, illness, being mm. isolated from family yes. and loved ones. Um, there's just so many factors happening at the moment. Frustration. Outside of normal life yeah. um, that could be impacting people. And, you know, there's all kinds of um, spectrum of mental health here. So um, anxiety being a key one, depression, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then we get into the more serious things like schizophrenia. Bipolar. Bipolar. Yeah, yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, and um, you know, and the um, the dysmorphic behaviours from mm. people before women before that, you know, premenstrual dysmorphic disorder mm. before you get your period. That's a real big one because that's a clue that hormones are involved. The first thing I want to say is there's also, despite all that, despite our wonderfulness in being more acceptive, acceptive and receptive to people, there's still huge stigma. Mm. around mental health the amount of people i say go and get a mental health plan so you can talk to somebody you know for free mm. and they go oh then it's on my record and i said and well then it's got a record i got a mental health disorder and i said well you know the brain is just an organ if i said to you you can actually you've got a back pain go and get five free visits for my osteopath because you've got back pain you wouldn't have a problem with it no because you know that the muscles are a part, well, it's not an organ, but it's part of your physical body. Yeah. Your brain is part of your physical body. If you know somebody who's had a heart attack, work, have no problem in saying, okay, recover at home, stay at home, you've got to look after your heart. If you say you've had a mental breakdown, oh, she's just got to brush herself off and get up with it. Yeah. Bad English. You know what I'm trying to say? Yep. So the first thing we've got to say is the brain is a, is a physical organ. It just affects how we think. So there's your clue that it's a physical thing as well. The brain is amazing. And when you're not right mentally, it pretty much 
impacts your entire world. Yeah, correct. And so it impacts your work, it impacts your relationships, it impacts the way you treat yourself. It impacts your food choices, it impacts how you sleep and then you're tired. Yep. You know, so there's just so, so much. And then that can also then lead to addiction and other, you know, ways of trying to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, So when we look at functional medicine, Mm -hmm. Alex, what are some of the things that you begin to dissect when someone comes to see you with what you think might be a mental illness? Well, the thing is, um, can I just categorically say that most people have some some sort of mental, like dysmorphia, like they... Most people in our world is that are anxious. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. not normal. Yeah. We're not supposed to It's the to human be. condition really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's not normal. We've got this amazing ability to be chilled. So there's a, there's a number of things. So when people come in, it's I often ask them how many balls they've got in the air. Mm. You know, what do you do? Oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm a mother. I, um, my husband works out of the gas fields. I look after my young kids, but then I quickly drop them off to school after school care. Then I go to work. And, yeah, look, I'm really under the pump because I want this promotion and the, and, and the other person's got a better um, um, a portfolio than me. And then, oh, yeah, well, you know, then the kids have got dancing and soccer and no, 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 no. So we just grabbed something on the way home and, and you know, and the money's really hard because, you know, we seem to be spending a lot of money and we want this lovely house and there's nothing wrong with that and we've got this mortgage and the kids have got their dancing fees and all this sort of stuff. And I go, well, quite a few then. Mm. A few balls in the air then? Yep. You know, no matter if I say you could be the world's best juggler. You can be the world's best juggler. You, I say, here you go. Have four balls. Oh, this is fantastic. I love juggling. Have another one. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Put in a flamethrower. Put in your kids' dance classes. Put in the fact that your husband's a FIFO. Put in this, 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 this. you got to drop one, mm-hmm. even if you're the world's best juggler. And that's exactly what the brain – the brain is a physical organ and needs nutrient. Mm. When our bodies are under the pump like that, it requires fourfold the nutrient. So you're not going to get that when you go through the drive-through to starters, so you're going to make it even worse – so always food first, but you may actually need supplemental help mm. because you've run out of juice. You have hit the wall, and then people will tell you that oh things have been worse since. So I'm always looking for that trigger. Mm. I'm always looking for that trigger. So that's the first thing. We um, I just go through the whole lot, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, if I think it's a real problem and we're not sort of getting anywhere, well, I'll talk genetics and we'll talk about that um, at length in a minute. Well, probably in a few minutes, but. Um, you know, we know all these illnesses are on the rise because people have got more balls in the air. Mm. And then, of course, we know our gut shuts down when we're fighting tigers. So let's go back 70,000 years and make that number up. Don't quote me. <laughs> um, so basically, we walked outside the cave, we see the tiger. Oh, quick, we can either run or fight. The last thing we can do is rest and digest. So our sympathetic nervous system comes into play and we our gut shuts down so we can survive the tiger fight. That's fine if it's one tiger. What happens if it's multiple incessant tigers, also known as balls in the air? Mm. Your gut microbiome relies on that digestion. So now it's not getting that. Mm. And then, of course, we've gone through the drive through and we know some of those foods you can keep in your basement for 20 years because the bugs don't like them. <laughs> right. So then, of course, then it all, all goes to hell in the handbasket. I do honestly say think that people say they feel like shit for a reason. We just intuitively say, why would we say we feel like shit? Mm. Right. Or feel like crap. Mm. I think that's intuitive because did you know that if your gut bugs aren't right, 
they get pissed off. I say, don't feel, don't piss off your gut microbiome because you're going to feel like shit. How do they not? So basically, when all's well in gut world, and we're getting the, the blood supply, and we're eating the rainbow, and we're eating the good food, and we're eating the protein, and the food we're meant to. Basically, the body, the little gut bugs go, nom, 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 nom. And then they want to tell each other how happy they are. And they can't, of course, don't have mouths and tongues like us. So they communicate with chemicals. And these chemicals we've given names because we use them. So these chemicals are called serotonin, GABA, dopamine, tyrosine. Do they sound familiar? Mm -hmm. They're our neurotransmitters. 95% of our neurotransmitters are made by the microbiome in the gut. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I'm going to look at the gut. Quite at length and through some of the tests I do, we have a look and see what, exactly what your gut's doing. In 2018, oh, maybe it was earlier, I think it was 2018, so there was a landmark study done and they actually found, they sampled someone's microflora in the gut and then they looked what was behind around their, um, their um, lymphatics, the lymphatics in their brain, the, the lymphatic, the drainage detox system of the of, of some of the most important cells in the brain, and they actually, in the cerebral spinal fluid, they actually found those same bacteria. Not bacterial fragments. No, no, the actual same bacteria. So there's your clue. And this is where we talk about the gut-brain connection. Connection, very good. Mm. You know when I was midwifing, and um, I can remember it really annoying my lecturer, <laughs> because we were um, learning about the, um, the dermal layers of the embryo at first at point of conception. At point of conception, your embryo has three dermal layers, the endoderm, the mesoderm, the ectoderm, right? And I can't actually remember. I think it was the endoderm. And each out of each of those dermal layers is where we get our body systems. So the I think the um <clears throat> the ectoderm, I could be making this up, was the 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 skin and the nervous system and the blood system. That makes sense, right? And the and the middle one was all the organs. But the endoderm was, oh no, the nervous system, beg your pardon, idiot, this is what I'm talking about, <laughs> the endoderm was the gut, nervous system and the brain. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what? And I remember putting my hand up and saying, uh, why is that? And she said, just accept it, Alexandra. Because <laughs> I really annoyed her. <laughs> Poor thing. I was like, she used to roll her eyes at me and say, just accept it. <laughs> it's just the way it is. She literally said that. Now you I can go back it. and go, told you. Yeah. <laughs> I also hope that she makes that connection. But so the connection's there at point of conception. That's how important the gut-brain connection mm. is. You know, shitty gut, shitty brain. <laughs> really. So that's that gut is really important, getting that gut right. Mm. You know, and this is where, as you said, we're having a little laugh um, off air saying, oh, it's going to have to go back to metabolic balance because metabolic balance is awesome. So even, you know, and, and the, I've got a podcast on that, so feel free to listen to it on the weight loss one. You know, the, the thing is even one man's food is another man's poison. Are you actually eating the foods that's right for your gut mm. and therefore your brain, right? So there's two things, right? But when we're fighting tigers, we also go through something called pregnenolone steel, which you've heard me say before. So what happens is we tend to um, have a, um, a beautiful hormonal cascade that goes on in our body that, that, that happens in various places, including the liver, the ovaries, testes, if you're a boy, um, and the fat in, in, in our, in our um, body. And, you know, basically adrenals. And so basically this is where um, we process our hormone, make our hormones. And so when we, um, 
when in an ideal, wonderful world, when we're sitting at the foothills of Mount Warning with the Harry Krishnas and singing <laughs> mantras all day, that's all in balance. Mm. And we're eating all organic and there's no endocrine disrupting chemicals. You guys have heard me talk about this. I'm not going to nauseate you with this one again, right? So basically, um, now all of a sudden we're fighting tigers and we are um, going, okay, well, 70,000 years ago, let's dismantle some of our progesterone and turn it into the tiger farting hormone cortisol, which also makes us crave sugar, as we know, mm. because we've got to get stuff quickly in to get energy. Mm. That's how it works. Meanwhile, the adrenals are still pumping the DHEA, making testosterone, also known as estrogen, and we've got all those other estrogen-disrupting chemicals coming. Now we have an imbalance. Now this, of course, makes sense, even before all those toxins, because 70,000 years ago, when tigers were roaming around the cave, we couldn't be falling pregnant. It was unsafe. So our progestation, our progesterone hormone used to fall. Mm. to make cortisol. Yep. But when you have constant this constant imbalance and too much estrogen, that is absolutely going to make you feel awful. Mm. And what do you do? You reach for the sugar. Yep. So that's, that's, a, that's a number of things, right? And the other big thing is you cannot dodge your genes. Mm. We're dealt a hand of genes even before those dermal layers are made at point of conception. Mm. And there's certain genes that really impact on our mental health um, there's there's a few I've just made note of. One's the MTHFR or methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase gene. The other one's the calcol methyltransferase or COMP gene. Then we've got the monoamine oxidase or MAO gene. Um, there's a few others. The um, MTR is methionine something reductase. I can't remember. They've all got beautiful word names. That's why we have acronym. acronym, acronym. Acronyms. That's it. I can't <laughs> say that word. We shorten stuff. So basically... Um, depending on which set of genes you're given um, and what, what because there's different variations of these genes, they say take the COMP gene for instance. So the COMP gene can either run normally and the COMP gene detoxes our hormones and neurotransmitters. So the COMP gene can actually run normally, run too fast, which actually then means all your neurotransmitters are going to go th through too fast. Now if you're not even making enough in the gut and they're all feel-good neurotransmitters, what happens? Oh yeah, depression. Mm. What happens if the comp gene, this is me by the way, because I had my genes tested, um, it runs too slow, then you get that adrenaline, because I've got lots of adrenaline in me all the time, my neurotransmitters are great, and I can go, oh my God, look at that beautiful flower, that's the most beautiful thing I've seen, and the someone who's got a comp negative negative goes, oh yeah, oh yeah, whatever, it's just a freaking flower. Yeah. Right. But on the other hand, if we if we don't look after our comp homozygous, which is what I am, I can head towards schizophrenia if I had the gene. Mm. So it's not just – sometimes you cannot dodge your genes. Mm. So if I'm not getting – we're not getting any – if you're not getting any benefit and you – with the treatment you're getting, it might be worth getting those genetics tested because then there's different ways we treat you. Mm. So that's that's the other thing. So that's all the things I look at. Yeah. So what's involved in the genetic testing that you do? Oh, it's just a swab. We yep. send it off. Yep. And then I get the report and then we just go through it all. Okay. Yeah. I think it's about 299 bucks. Yeah, I think it's about that much. Yeah. And so really, again, looking at the, the different um, parts of functional medicine, yes. um, so our environment plays a big part as well, doesn't it? Correct, correct. Mm. Because, um, well, let's talk about um, Rona lockdown, mm. right? And as you mentioned, vitamin D, um, one of the girls who works in my reception, she's um, her brother and sister-in-law live in Buenos Aires. They've been in complete 
stage four lockdown since the beginning. They live in a two-bedroom apartment with Zilcho balcony. Mm. She's she's Argentinian. She is a beautiful olive-skinned lady. Her vitamin D requires constant sunshine. Her skin, her body needs constant sunshine to to do the vitamin D. Mm. That's bad scientific, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. To make her vitamin D, they're not allowed to leave the house. They've been in this unit wow. for four months. So can you imagine? I mean, and the fact that you know you you've locked in with one with one person. Mm. So that this is we are such social beings. We're like bees. Mm. We need we need the social interaction. Even the most introverted of introverts, you know, because despite me going on like this, I'm actually an introvert. I'm an introvert that's learned to be an extrovert. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me actually. That does not surprise me. And uh, you know, on the Myers Briggs scale or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. And um, so basically, you know, the first stage is the lockdown. It was like, oh yeah, sorry, I can't come to that party because it's lockdown. It was so good. <laughs> But, you know, it's now we all crave, and thank the good Lord, we've got Zoom and mm. Teams and all that sort of stuff, mm. you know, but that that in itself becomes frustrating. It does. And we don't see the sunshine. We all know about SAD syndrome, don't we? Mm-hmm. Seasonal affective disorder. Mm. You know, so, um, you know, people have been locked down and, and, and watching the blue screen. Mm. Of course, because what else do you do? Well, I knit, but, you know, what else What else do you do? Watch the blue screen. Mm. And that's the wrong thing for our pineal gland, which is some people in some cultures call the third eye, regardless of what we want to call. We do have a pineal gland. Mm. And that is affected by UV light. Yeah. In, in our circadian rhythm. And so what do we do in lockdown? We have binges of Netflix or whatever, and we're awake till 3 and sleep till 12, because why not? There's nothing else to do. And so our whole, our whole circadian rhythm's gone to hell in a handbasket. We're not getting the blue light in the morning and the red light at night like we should if we we're on, on the normal spectrum. This is a huge problem mm. with our pandemic, you know. Um, you know, it's if it, it'd be ni- it'd be nice if they had a functional medicine practitioner in the ear of the of the medical. Not she's doing a great job. We're doing a great mm. job. I'm not saying no one's doing a great job, but I don't actually see why we can't go out for exercise and watch the sunset or the sunrise or whatever. Because some people just don't get that from their houses or their balconies or, God forbid, don't have any balconies. That's it. And, you know, some of us are lucky that we have a backyard or a front yard yeah. that we can we can just venture out into yeah, to yeah. get some sunshine. Yes. Um, but, you know, there's there's been so many factors in this pandemic. Yes. And I think, you know, to look at it even uh, closer, um, if you do find yourself in that space where you're locked down with someone for a long time and you can't leave and you find yourself, you know, experiencing depression or anxiety yes. or whatever it might be, that could then lead to all kinds of things with your relationships, yes. domestic yes. violence. Yes, yes, um, You know, this goes on and on. Oh, this is the veritable Pandora's box. Yeah. This is the veritable Pandora's box. This is – and I just think us as humans are doing a great job. We do know DV is up, domestic violence is up, unfortunately. So please, please, if that's you, seek out help. And if you don't get help the first time, seek out more help mm. because, you know, you'd speak to someone who will listen. Yeah. Because that isn't normal. No. And it's no excuse. It is no excuse of either partner using lockdown as an excuse to abuse you. Exactly. Regardless of their mental health. Yeah. There's no excuse at yeah. all. There's no excuse for abuse. We know that. So, um, yeah, so that, that's a real problem. And, 
you know, in the gut and, and, and people going, oh, well, screw it, it's just easier to get Uber Eats or whatever. I mean, listen, there's plenty of good stuff on Uber Eats too or mm. whatever, but, you know, usually they're not the right choices because – and people are scared, mm. so they don't want to go out and go shopping exactly. and stuff. And um, and, we've, and beside the fact we've talked about the immunity stuff, you know, later – earlier about the immunity in a pandemic we've talked about that too but this is more about general health mental health as well because i think we've actually done a podcast mental health in the pandemic mm. but you know um basically our mental health has been deteriorating mm. because you know in 2017 um they called it something and i can't remember but it was the point where humans more humans lived in urbanization and in nature Time and 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 time again, the research shows our connected our connectedness with nature is determines our mental health. Absolutely, this is with everybody. Even if you're not a tree hugger, our connectedness, and they've actually done research that grounding absolutely works. So if you let's let's pretend there's no pandemic. Yep. Right. So if you live in a in in, a, in the CBD of a city and you're on the 14th floor, and um you 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 know you walk to work or take the train and you don't even see a tree or a butterfly, which is quite common. You must go and get your dose of nature mm. on the weekend. Yeah. Actually, in Germany, they they have Nature Cure. Mm. It's actually funded by the health funds. Really? Yeah. It's called Nature Cure. I'm moving to Germany. Yeah, listen, I'm coming with you. <laughs> so, um, so you know, like there's, there is, there. This is a huge, and that's there's the thing that gets me. It's research, and you know what? It's bloody free. Mm. That's why people think it's just too easy. No, it's not. Mm. You know, you walk into a rainforest, everybody feels better. Yeah. You know, even if it's just going to have a restaurant amongst the trees somewhere, mm. you're gonna feel better. If you're looking at a beautiful vista of the nature, it's a lot better than looking out at a cityscape mm. because we are beings of nature. And I honestly think this 2017 point was the tipping point for our mental health. Absolutely. And I think this is where we, you know, we get so caught up in our lives and we're so busy and, mm. you know, um, we're trying to fit so much in and we're juggling mm. so many balls. And I think mm. this is where we need to stop and take to- make time yep. for that. Yeah. I call it vitamin N. Yes, yes. So actually getting out and getting into nature, getting your bare feet on the grass, getting out in the sunlight and getting that oxygen from the trees. That's why they're there. That's correct. And that's physical and they've done research to show, you know, that it's called the rainforest effect. It's the negative ions. In the 80s, everyone had a negative ion generator. Remember that? Mm. So basically um, the trees put out these negative ions, but what they've actually found is they're drawing them from the ground. Mm. So guess what? Tree rug hugging is actually scientific now. Yeah. So you can get the side, you can get those negative ions. Um, and yeah, that's the physical thing, but they've also done research. Now I'll go back to the 70s mm. and the Charlton Heston had a movie called Soylent Green. Have you ever seen Soylent Green? No, I haven't. So it's a futuristic, don't bother, it's great, B. <laughs> so the, it's a futuristic movie in the future where they're all living in cities and stuff and it's a it's a bit like Logan's Run where they're, they're worried about the old people and the old people mysteriously disappear so all the young people can, you know, keep 
because there's too many people on the planet. And what they what um yeah, what happens is when you get to a certain age, you go into these special places and it's a gas chamber and they lie you down and and there's a big screen and it's all full of nature and it's sometimes it's the first time people have seen deers and forests and stuff. And anyway, soil and green ended up being the food they got and it's recycled people. That's what they're eating. So there, I've there I've done the spoiler. You don't spoiler. need to watch, yeah, you don't need to watch the movie. So um. But even then, people – so get it on your screen. Watch some nature documentaries. I mean, this is a no-brainer. Okay, you're not going to get the physical from or whatever. Just get out and – or even on your screensaver, you know, put put whatever takes your fancy, the mountains, the ocean, the, the, put that on. That is actually feeding can 100% going to help. Mm. I mean, it's nothing like the real thing. That's it. And, you know, you and I have both done a lot of travel. I think yes. now's a great time during lockdown to actually reminisce on those yeah, kind yeah. of things if you yeah. can't get out. Or do vicarious travel like I do through my daughter who's in Canada, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, or just even watch docos on, on, on you know, the – you know, that's another old lady thing. I watch great railway journeys <laughs> of the world. I have decided after lockdown, I am serious. My my thing is, I have to put my foot in a, in every single major waterway in the world before I die. I'm getting there. I'm, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to tick off all the boxes, of course. I haven't done the Caspian or the Black Sea, but I'll get there. But the other thing is, I've decided I want to take a trip on every major good railway trip. Oh yeah, you know, Siberian Express. I've done the um, Glacier Express. So, so yeah, <clears throat> watch those programs. Whatever takes your fancy, and then yeah. make a list. This is what I'm going to do after lockdown. It's so, something to look <coughs> forward planning. to, and I think that's something that's really important. Um, is having that something to look forward to. It gives you that momentum and that drive and that motivation yeah. Yeah. that you need that you lose when you're stuck in depression yeah. and anxiety you think oh god what's the point of anything but if you have something to look forward to that's a reward that you're going yes. to enjoy yes plan it now yes and let's just break that down in a physical sense so when we're low in serotonin we lose our drive mm. right um when we're low in dopamine we feel there's no pleasures in the world yeah you know, when we're low in GABA, we're absolutely anxious. So what happens is it's a really physical thing. Yeah. You can't freaking snap out of it. Mm. But what you can do maybe is force yourself to, to make a list or watch something and go, oh, yeah, that was okay, I'd like to do that. Write that down. After after the, when this shit is over, I'm going to go and um, book five days out on the Gold Coast even. It doesn't, yeah. you know, we just, which we as Queenslanders, thank God, can still do. Yeah. But um, so that's really, really important, that nature connectedness, that mm. nature cure. Mm. Really, really important and that planning. Mm. You know, because that, you know, the the fact you feel like that is because your neurotransmitters are low. Exactly. And one of the things mm. that I've found really useful is actually journaling, is yes. actually getting it out. Yeah. If you've got no, if you live on your own and yeah. you've got no one to talk to, yeah. journaling's a great way to get it out because it's, it's pretty much the same as talking. Yeah, right. It really <laughs> helps um, to get your head straight on what you're thinking for one and also how you're going to Take your next steps. Yeah, excellent. And mm. then but maybe we should talk about the important and this is this is all waha woohoo hippie stuff, but it's not. No. It's all researched. You know, animals. Mm. They actually reckon if you when you wake you know that awesome meme that people you know, you've probably seen where the woman looks at herself in the mirror with her dressing gown on and goes, Oh god, look at that ugly face and then she goes and greets a dog and the dog goes, This is the most beautiful face in the world. Mm. They've actually shown that the dog's brain gets flooded with dopamine when they look at their owner and vice versa. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's funny you should say that because the other day I was having a bit of a shit day and I, I think I, I, lugged, I hugged the hell out of Lola. Yeah. Um, she was just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> is that when she was trying to get under your armpit? 
Or was that another day? No, that was yesterday. She was just like getting her nose in and lifting my arm. I was like, oh, hi. So I think it goes both ways. It's like, I need a hug now. Yeah. Well, and, you know, as we know, my clinic dog, Chiquito, I I will tell people before, Chiquito knows, she's sitting on their lap and I'm saying, okay, so you're muddled. Why, how did you know? She's done said, it to me several yeah, times. Yeah, she I, didn't this last week. Yeah, you weren't muddled. <laughs> well, not as much. <laughs> so basically, you know, like she, I said, oh, I didn't know Chiquita did. So, you know, and they've actually done, I was listening um, to, because some a lot of our symposiums have been online this year. This year. So I was listening to um, to one, I was listening to Carrie Jones talk, and we talk, they were talking about hormones, which you know, cortisol is the stress hormone. And she was saying there's a number of things we can actually do, and she said patting your dog does... Um, flood your body with dopamine, or your cat, or your, you know, your tortoise, or whatever, whatever your 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 animal baby is, mm. they are really important. I've got a chap at the moment, and he's really lonely. And I said, I went, I'm not saying this in any flippant way. Go and get a dog. Mm. Go and get a little dog. It doesn't have to be a big bull mastiff. If that's your idea of getting a dog, that used to be my husband's idea of getting a dog until we had the Chihuahua. I'm going to mm. tell you, and now he reckons it's all the benefits of having a cat, but the benefits of having a dog. But um. And I said, I'm, I'm telling you this in all earnestness. If you go to a shelter, you've rescued a life. Yep. You know, it's a win-win. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the other few things that Carrie Jones said to help, particularly in the morning, <coughs> if our cortisol levels are so high, if you wake up anxious. Mm. So this is a nice little hack. So if you wake up anxious, <clears throat> roll onto your right side and lie there and do some big breaths because that decreases your cortisol. Get up and splash your face with cold water because that decreases your cortisol. Mm-hmm. Pat your animal, because that decreases your cortisol, increases your dopamine. And make sure you eat. Um, don't don't wait hours to eat, because that decreases your cortisol. Right. So those, they're just easy to do. Um, and, you know, they don't take a lot of time. You can mm. incorporate them into your normal day-to-day routines. Yeah. Um, since I've been working at home, I make a habit of going out first thing in the morning and going hugging the dogs before I go and do anything. That's excellent. It's sort of like, well, I feel better now. Yeah. <laughs> and you should see Bindi's backyard with her little dog palaces and look, they've got their own little day beds. It's just excellent. I love it. Or, of course, you know, you can get the ridiculous ones like me and you turn over and the dog's in the bed with you. So You know, they can have their own house. Yeah. I'll have mine, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm very bad like that. So, yeah, so um, – and some people say, oh, I'm not an animal person. Well, that's fine, you know, but um, do the other stuff. Yeah. Certainly, and the, and the nature, and you know, people go, "Oh, I don't like nature," but you know, you will be surprised. Mm. Or just even getting sitting outside, if you can, with your morning cuppa, with your face in the sun, and doing the same thing if you've got time and you can for sunset, mm. because that's going to get that circadian rhythm: blue light in the morning, red light at night. Yep. You can actually get if you if you're really stuck in your car that you can actually order um, um, full spectrum light globes. Yep, that'll do it for you. They get the full spectrum because all our light globes are usually blue light. Mm. So you know all those like LED lights I put in that were the daylight ones were the wrong ones. I should have put in the warm oh. lights. Mm. Well, I've actually got a hobby that actually helps that circadian rhythm. What's it called? Um, it's actually taking photography of sunrise and sunset. Excellent. Particularly in winter with all the pinks yeah. and oranges. I Ip- love it. Yeah, Ipswich does have pretty spectacular sunsets, mm. don't they? We do have beautiful sunsets. Yeah. So, you know, that look, this you know, this is not and, and I should have made a disclaimer, if you are on medication, A, there's no shame in it. People take blood pressure tablets. Nobody mm. no one um, says that that's a problem. 
There's no shame in taking medication if you need it, if it works. Do not, please do not stop them after listening to this podcast and think you can pet your dog and wash your face with cold water <laughs> exactly. and, you, and you're going to, that's not going to, no. you need to stay on your medication. Um, the other things, of course, we can do exercise, you know, and especially if you are somebody that feels better after a run, you don't have to. That's sort of kind of running away from the tiger. That gets those hormones up. Just a beautiful, gentle walk in the, in the sunshine or whatever. Maybe not today with the... Wind. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So you know, get get that breath going. You know, when you think about um, when we're fighting tigers, what do we do? <laughs> mm. Right. So what we've got to do is slow our breaths. Just con- just consciously <clears throat> have a bit of a breath hold in between your in breath and your out breath, in breath and out breath, and make your out breath a bit longer than your in breath. Just consciously do that when you're walking or sitting on the toilet going for a pee or whatever. Mm. That's an easy thing to do. Yeah, one thing I found really useful during lockdown was actually just doing yoga yeah, in the nice. house. Yeah. Just like put it on YouTube, yes. follow it on YouTube, yes. and you're breathing and you're moving. Yeah. You don't have to leave the house. Yeah, nice. And just take 10 minutes. Yeah, yoga's great. Mm. And you don't have to do an hour, as nah. you said, Bindi, just nah. 10 minutes. 10 minutes is enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, and, yeah, and don't, you know, if you suffer from mental health, and this is the heart, mental health problems, if you, this – we should hopefully suffer from mental health. If we have suffer from mental health concerns, the worst thing you can do is screw up that circadian rhythm. Have a good sleep routine. Mm. Get into bed before 9.30. Think about before with those people now who live in cities who used to live on the land and stuff. You'd go to bed with the sun and wake mm. up with the sun. Right? So problem when you're in the Arctic Circle in winter. That's why there's a lot of seasonal affective disorder up there. Yeah. So, so – Get you know stick get there get that sleep routine going get get your face in the in the morning sun, you know, you may have to set an alarm get up before you know nine o'clock, and try and get into that because that, that that light rays in the morning sun and there's plenty of research for this, and then get into bed and it might take a while if some I've, I have I struggle some of my patients struggle and they get into bed at three o'clock you're not going to go to bed at nine o'clock for, to, tomorrow after you, you you've been going to bed at three o'clock for years yeah. Go, cut it back to two, mm. then to one thirty. You know, this could take weeks. And that's it. I think with any of these changes, it's just start. Gradual. Yeah, just start. Just start and one step at a time. Yeah. It doesn't have to happen yeah. overnight. Yeah, and get, make yourself a sleep routine. It's called sleep hygiene, so this is easy. So t- turn off your screens an hour beforehand. Mm. Um, you can, you know, if you've got an iPad that doesn't have blue screen on it and you want to read a book, do some puzzles you know, um, have a warm bath mm. or if you or a shower if you've got restrictions or no bath or whatever, you know, water restrictions. So um, try and get into that routine. Do the same thing. Our bodies are creatures of habit. So that's why if you go to bed at 3 a.m., you're used to going to bed at 3 a.m. Yep. But the blue light on the on the screens, it's, it's telling our pineal glands it's morning. So mm. no wonder we don't want to go to sleep. Yep. So that's really, really important. Um, you know, get if, if essential oils rock your world, Google essential oils good for, you know, sleep and relaxation. Well, lavender, chamomile, fennel, all of those ones, you know, they will really help. Um, so just getting that getting that routine is, is really, really important. Mm. Of course, we haven't talked about food. It goes, well, not as much as we usually do. It's about eating the rainbow we've talked about and, you know. Or go and listen to our metabolic balance <laughs> Episode. Yes, go and listen to the metabolic balance episode because um, there's some one man's food it can be another man's poison, and I did found find that I was never the best sleeper, 
And since I've been on metabolic balance, I'm literally sleeping the best I have in all my 56 years and a lot less anxious. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm the evangelist for for MB. So it's Mm. it's just brilliant. And we do have a podcast under um, weight loss options. Is that what's going to be called? Yeah. What are we going to call it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But there's other nutrients that, you know, we talked about. um, We we got all the balls in the air. So I'm just going to go through them. Mm -hmm. The nutrients we really chug through are your B vitamins. Um, but I'm going to put a caution on that because depending on your genetics, like I am MTHFR, I've got all the good genes, the MTHFR, um, what's called homozygous. So I have actually have trouble metabolizing my B12, um, B9, B6. So if I have too many, I actually go crazy. Mm-hmm. So people say to me, oh, my God, I've been taking these B vitamins. I should be feeling better, but I feel like shit. Well, so just be mindful. You know, and, and as with any supplements, you get what you pay for. So I certainly wouldn't be doing the supermarket brands. Yep. I um, might be getting some help from somebody and not talking about somebody who has the weekend course. Mm. We're talking about a decent nutritionist or naturopath. Um, magnesium, 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 magnesium. Do you think magnesium is <laughs> important for the brain? <laughs> magnesium is the quintessential calmer downer for everything. Um, if you have restless legs, leg cramps, anxiety, you, chances are you're low in magnesium. A lot of the cheaper magnesiums, you, you, you're literally eating Epsom salt, so it's won't even do anything for your microbiome but give you the squirts. So you need to get the best form of magnesium you can afford. The good ones are Dira. Mm. End of story. Yep. Um, there are some good retail brands around now. Um, so have a look, get some help. Um, of course, uh, the ubiquitous Epsom salts are great in a bath. Absolutely. So you can, you know, put a couple of drops of lavender mm. and have a nice warm bath. really helps with sleep too. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm. It's fantastic. It can be part of your sleep routine. If you find that Epsom salts are something that you want to do, um, it's a lot cheaper going to a produce shop because you can get a 20 kilo bag for about 20 bucks as opposed mm. to a $6 a kilo in the supermarket. Yeah. So, you know, they think about that. Just have your, have your bag of, I do, I Epsom salts. And you can put two cups in. Yep. Amazing. That's why those floats are good. They're all magnesium sulfate um, hyper solutions. Yeah. So you're virtually floating. Zinc's another really important one. Now, a lot of people are deficient in zinc for a number of reasons. There is a genetic disorder called pyroles, cryptopyroles, HPL, MO factor, what you want to cause, call. If you struggle with unexplained anxiety, um, it might be worth getting your pyroles checked because it will affect how you metabolise zinc and B6, but we won't have time for pyroles today. Mm. Um, but it is a real problem. All of my autistic kids that come in get checked for pyroles. I've never had one that wasn't. Yeah. Um, pyroles. It's one of those, another woohoo. Um, conditions here I am talking about it saying I didn't have time but <laughs> it actually um because it's such a sensitive because it's a light sensitive um chemical in your in your blood when you have it or in your urine because that's usually do a urine test unless it's collected absolutely in the dark and 100% not allowed to light you're going to get lots of false negatives so there's quite a few um medical practitioners who think it's, it's just luck and everyone has pyroles and right. what have you but it's not because zinc is so important mm. so if you pyrole zinc you're going to be low in zinc vegetarians are by default vegans even more men because they use a lot of zinc in making their hormones and their semen um, so there's a lot of people low in zinc. Yep. And zinc is um, basically meat foods, mm, okay. eggs. You can get some zinc from nuts and, and stuff. But So you may actually find a zinc supplement. But again, there's zinc oxide, which is useless. You want a decent zinc, you know, zinc like a chelate or something. Yep. So you'll need to, to ask around. B3 is absolutely the best B vitamin for anxiety. Mm-hmm. 
If you buy 500 milligrams of niacin and take it, even on a full stomach, you will go bright red. It's called a niacin flush. Oh, really? Yes. And it is very disconcerting and people have gone to hospital thinking they're allergic to B3, but it's not. <laughs> so, um, again, you might need help with this. Um, and unfortunately, on, on the eye herbs and stuff, they do sell the 500 milligrams. I don't. I think it's for the hard cause. But B3, you know, there's a lot of research between B3 deficiency and schizophrenia. Mm. And sure, if you can do the nice and flush, I bloody hate it. I just can't. It just makes your skin all itchy and horrible. And so how long does that last for? Well... It can last up to an hour. Yeah. You know? And you know, I've 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 done it because it's supposed to be good sort of detoxing and stuff, you know, you know what? No, I just hate it. So I take a lower dose and a different different type. Yep. Um, but B three is is one that if you struggle with mental health, get yourself some a decent B three supplement. Um, and just take you know, take a take a small amount three times a day. Yep. Even if you buy the five hundred milligram um, B three niacin, just put a bit in water. Mm. And sip it and then, you know, if you're getting tingly, just cut it back and just take it because it's a water-soluble vitamin. Yeah. So we got to, we got to get it in there. Um, melatonin has to be prescribed in Australia, but, of course, melatonin is made from serotonin. So we go back to the beginning of the podcast. Serotonin is made by our gut bugs. Mm-hmm. So um, good bug, gut bugs, proper food, as we found out, metabolic balance really balances our melatonin. Yep. Some people find that beneficial. To help reset their circadian rhythm, you need to talk to a medical or um, professional who's willing to prescribe it for you. And it's not cheap in Australia, unfortunately. And no, don't order it on a high herb. You don't. I did my masters on on um, on the potential of uh, of contamination in supplements we get from overseas, mm. and it's horrendous. Yeah, I wouldn't order anything from overseas because they don't. Have, we the, you know we, our TGA is great. We have this therapeutic good administration for a reason. It is very – sometimes it's, I think it's a bit too stringent, but that's my personal opinion. But for supplements, they do a great job. Yeah, because, I mean, they promise everything online, but, you know, we have an administration for that reason. Correct. And you don't want to be taking stuff that's going to actually make it worse. No, and not only that, they're, they're contaminated with cadmium, heavy metals. Some of them have actually got glandular extracts from animals in there. Oy. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's that's something you don't want to touch. Um a few herbs that are good. We mentioned chamomile, chamomile, lavender, of course. You know, chamomile lavender tea is is delicious. Um, that's a really make a nice strong chamomile brew. You don't. It's not just for sleep. It's for calming the farm. <laughs> um, passionflower tea tastes like grass. Works amazing. <laughs> um, magnolia, zisophus are another couple of. Um, I don't know if you can get them in teas or herbal extracts, but I actually think if you're going to go with a herbal extract tablet, you need to leave that to the experts, as in a, a herbal medicine practitioner mm-hmm. um yeah so they're they're the, they're the most important ones vitamin c actually i should not vitamin c our adrenal gland needs a lot of vitamin c and vitamin c is in fresh food so if you're not eating you know it's amazing Belinda, the amount of people who do not touch fruit and vegetables yeah and their bodies still work yeah testament to our amazing bodies mm. you know and even in this pandemic we all know vitamin c is important for the immune system wouldn't and zinc that mm. that's a no-brainer mm. for everything but yeah so that's probably the most um important things that we can talk about holistically in mental health mm. and i think uh, above all else i think we've got to be kind to ourselves oh of course there's all that too you know you know and um 
as hard as it can be sometimes, I think just taking time out from all the chaos and actually making space for yourself, whether it be you do meditation, you sleep, you journal, you read. Have a hot bath. Yep, just take time out to rest. That's the big thing. As a human condition, we really think that it's the wrong thing to do. Stress has become almost... Um, like a badge trendy. of honour. Yeah. Mm. It's not a badge of honour. No. You know, I'm so busy. It's not It's not a badge of honour. Anyone who says that to me now, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, that's just an excuse. Yeah. Or, or I've, I always say, well, I feel really sorry for you. <laughs> you know, it's not like just I do feel sorry for you if you have not got time. And look, this is this girl here sitting behind the microscope, a phone, I use microscopes at work, sorry, <laughs> microphone is like, you know, you um, – I'm I'm the worst. Mm, same, and and you know me like yeah. I've been juggling so many balls, and I've I've actually stood up and said no, I don't want these balls yeah. anymore. Chuck them out. Yeah, those balls will never serve me because you got to put yourself first, mm. and I think that's what a lot of us do. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of mental health yeah. and and healing of any kind yeah. is actually putting yourself first. Yeah, and but we're talking about putting ourselves first holistically, nutrition nutritionally. And not like I'm gonna I'm gonna binge watch something on Netflix and that's my my way of putting <laughs> and myself forget the first. world. That's not what yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> so you know, um, and then I think too, we all you know we all know the narcissists and stuff, and that we're not talking about that either. No, we're just talking about the balance, about being kind, yeah, to ourselves. being kind, saying no. You know, that's the hardest thing to oh, say. Oh yeah, you know, say no, say no, and no, and it's like with me as people who know me. Batch cooking on a Sunday afternoon. I'll go, you know, and batch cook. And unless it's a wedding funeral or something major, nothing happens on a Sunday afternoon in my house because it's batch cook time. Mm. And, you know, that's time for myself because that sets it up for me. I, I put on, yes, I do put on Leonard Cohen and I, you know, <laughs> make it blast or, or the old 70s BGs and all that sort of stuff. And I cook and I make a mess and, and then there's a, you know, and, and that, that's, that's what I do on a Sunday afternoon. And then i only got to clean the kitchen up one. And how good does that feel for your mental health? Because mm. I literally have it all over the floor. And, I, and then I put the dishwasher on and then I look in the fridge and that gives me so much dopamine and I, to see all those beautiful meals I prepared for myself and my family and it's all on the whiteboard. And, but that's, I find that is time for myself. Mm. Yes, we're, we're very um, valued if we get your time on Sunday yes. afternoon, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> and you know it's an emergency. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, so I guess um, to wrap it up when it yes. comes to mental health, um, you know, I guess just stop, breathe, be kind to yourself and see a professional. Yeah, and eat well. Yes. You know, and I'm not talking shakes and bars and stuff. Eat the rainbow. Look at metabolic balance. I am the metabolic balance evangelist. I'm <laughs> terrible because it just is amazing. But, yeah, and if you have a pig, pet, hug it or hug a human if you can. Yeah, hugs all round. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Alexandra Brewster. For more information on functional medicine in Alex's practice, visit healinghandsipswitch.com.au.